You're listening to Not So Live from Asteroid G. I am your host, Mike Finkelstein. With me, as always, is... The co-host, Josh Schaefer. <laughs> Not Esquire today? I lost my legal degree. Oh, wop wop. You and, you and Cohen, I guess. Yep. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about Jurassic Park, which, I mean, there's only five of those movies and most of them are awful. So In a book. Well, two books. Two books. Yeah, there were two books. And some video games. I actually preferred the books to the movies. Oh, yeah. And the, I didn't play the video games because I heard they were all crappy, but... Lost World on PS1 isn't terrible. bad. <laughs> oh, what a rousing endorsement. <laughs> you can put that in the back of the box. Really, it's just an excuse to get you to talk about kaiju films. But yeah. Yeah. So but let's let's start with the first one. And I, actually, let's start with the books as well from that. Have you read the books before? I was only aware that there was one. <laughs> so that's so, a no. no. <laughs> well, I read both of them, but they don't really matter if all you care about is the movies because right. the books have very little to do with the movies There's dinosaurs in both yeah i mean they flipped the of the of the two kids that were just ham-fistedly shoved in there in both the movie mm-hmm. and the book they flipped the gender of the older and younger kid and okay so i think the kid knew linux in both versions and it was still stupid in either case because michael Crichton could write science but he couldn't write like convincing children or <laughs> computers or they're just tiny geniuses anything else yeah yeah and if you go deep enough into his novels, then you realize that he was also racist and sexist and everything else. So that's sad. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, Michael Crichton was not a good person. Oh, well, <laughs> not like Tom Cruise, which we established as a better person at least. <laughs> Do we have a Tom Cruise scale now? <laughs> Michael Crichton is one quarter Cruise. <laughs> approved there you go so let's see the first movie first movie jurassic park what did you think about that i liked it i mean yeah. it was fun i think it's uh inserted itself into subculture pretty well you know like life finds a way and clever girl oh clever girl oh clever girl <laughs> there was a, there was a for like a few years after that movie came out there was a lot of discussion of like chaos theory and everything oh, yeah. because of the damn goldblum character yeah yeah and then pretty much everyone forgot about it afterwards. Yeah. Well, I, I still have the memory of him laying down, wounded, with his shirt half off. Sexily. I yeah. mean, I think everyone remembers that because Funko like made a toy of it. And, and I have that. <laughs> it's on my mantle right now. True story. <laughs> so I'll take a picture of it so people for, who are watching this podcast can see it. <laughs> you posing with it as your new like bio picture. Mm. Yeah, that'll be that'll lovely. Just... Mm. <laughs> Something about it. Yeah. I mean, I I hated the movie, but only because <laughs> I, I did. No, I know. I, I, I mean, I, I was one of those pretentious 12-year-olds that read the book, and I was like, oh, the movie sucks in comparison. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's very campy. It's very campy. The dinosaurs are really cool looking for yeah. how dinosaurs were thought to look in the mid-90s, as opposed to now no. where we know they were mostly feathered chickens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which uh, is very confusing why Jurassic World doesn't. I know, right? Well, and it's hard... Well, it's hard to accept the movies the way they are at this point when you realize that the science behind it, like the getting DNA from amber and mosquitoes and so forth, was disproven recently. Mm-hmm. That, like, DNA has a shelf life of what, like 50,000 years I or think, something? I don't remember. Something like that. So the only thing you can really resurrect if you try it is mammoths. That's about it. Mm-hmm. If you can get one that was bitten by a mosquito or something. So, yeah, that's it. It's hard for me to watch them, but if you if you shut your brain off, or you just pretend the dinosaurs are what people think dinosaurs are supposed to look like, and they were just made from like iguanas and frogs and crap like that. And yeah, I mean, they're okay. it's an okay movie. Yeah, it's not too bad. 
I think the first one was the only one that's redeemable. Yeah, I, I'm the second one like had half the plot of the book in it, and then stitched in this weird like Dino Hunters plotline that ma- that wasn't made no in the, sense. It made no sense because it wasn't in the books. And the entire end of the movie is completely different. Like dinosaurs yeah. rampaging around in the city and so forth. That wasn't in the book. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. And the third movie was just garbage. Well, yeah, it was it was it was monster movie trash. Yeah. That somehow brought back Sam Neill for a paycheck. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> happened to him? Is he still around? He got a paycheck from Jurassic Park three. That was the last I oh. think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've seen him since well, then. Was he in um? What's that that one about um? The horror movie with the people going towards the black hole and. Crap, whatever it was. Deep, um, not, it's not Deep Rising. That's a different. That's a that's yeah, a meteor movie or something. Um, Event Horizon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Event yeah. Wasn't he in that? I don't know. He's from New Zealand though. Okay, as as you look it up on your phone, because clearly neither of us know anything about Sam Neill. Yeah, I, I forgot he was in uh, Peter Rabbit. Awesome. So number four. <laughs> Jurassic World. He was in Thor Ragnarok as the Odin actor. What? Oh, oh yeah. the guy who played, played in, Odin in the, opposite, in the play. Opposite yeah. Matt Damon. Yeah. Matt Damon. You looked very confused for a second. It's like, that wasn't that him. Was, that was not him. That was Sir Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> I know who Odin was. <laughs> nope, Sam Neill. <laughs> Learn something new right there. <laughs> <laughs> He's a very good actor. He, he, wow. He, <laughs> he, he did a, a Sir Anthony Hopkins impression like none other. That was impressive. Anthony Hopkins actually gave him his knighthood for it. Yep. And his uh, Silence of the Lambs Academy Award. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everyone has one of those, though. <laughs> Academy Award from Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, if you don't, you're not cool. Okay. Um, so Jurassic World. What did you think of that? I hated it. Yeah. 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 The kids were annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget oh, yeah. the lead actress's name. But uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. Yes, yes. Yes. Not a big fan. Like she's, she's okay in other stuff. Yeah. She. I mean, she's fine in other stuff, but like she's pretty and she can act, but didn't like her character did not sell me. Well, on anything. And then they stitched in Chris Pratt uh, from like Guardians of the Galaxy without any plot line to explain why he was there. Yeah, it yeah. didn't make any sense to no, me. Yeah, it's it, that whole movie. And I, this is the thing from the first movie all the way on through because two, three, four, and then five, five include as well. Why do they keep putting kids in these movies? What is kids do not need to be in no. monster movies? No. And no. I'm sure it's just to make it more relate, relatable to the. The young kids young that want kids. to see dinosaurs. But when I was a kid watching Jurassic Park, 0% of me cared that there were kids in that movie. <laughs> All I wanted to see was a T-Rex eat some people. Yeah, and I saw that, and then these stupid kids kept getting in the way. And I, I know! Wanted, like, the entire time during Jurassic World, I just wanted the kids to get eaten. And they didn't. And they didn't. The kids never get eaten in these no. movies, even though they completely deserve it. Yeah, and they're stupid, and everyone risks their lives because the kids are stuck in the forest. Woo! And then Jimmy Kimmel shows his stupid face. Or, sorry, not Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Fallon shows his stupid face. Jimmy Fallon was in it. Yeah, he was uh, as Jimmy Fallon and as oh right and in uh, that that weird little presentation thing yeah. that I completely forgot is in there because it was stupid. Yep, because everything in that movie was stupid. Yep. I mean, I know my lo- wife liked that movie, and I know like a bunch of other people liked it because it didn't make like one point five billion dollars. Mm, enough or something, to make a second one, which also sucked. Yeah, but I I just I watched it and I'm like, this is this is trash. This is low grade yeah. Jurassic and Park right here. I wanted to love it. I really did. I like Chris Pratt, and I haven't really seen much that he's done that was terrible. No. I mean, um, he was fantastic in Parks and Rec and Guardians, yeah. and that, that earns him a pass-off for me from a lot of stuff. Yeah. 
in yeah. uh, the cowboy movie with Denzel. Oh, um, Magnificent Seven. Which, yeah, which was garbage, but yeah. it was fun garbage. It was. Fun. I liked it though. Like Chris yeah. Pratt did a good job for it, a really underwritten movie. Yeah, yeah. It didn't hold a light to the original. No, or or some of its terrible sequels. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Someday I'm gonna review those for the website. Someday. <laughs> well, well, just do like peyote or something first. <laughs> well, I keep sitting down to do that one and like if i'm gonna do the entire run of magnificent seven i feel like i really need to do seven samurai because i got the criterion edition from you Mm -hmm. when i purchased a bunch of your movies because you're getting rid of them and then i sit down and i look and i realize the movie itself is two discs long and i just don't have that kind of time to invest in a movie i have it's about three three and a half hours and I know it's good. Oh, yeah. It's a great movie. But I have to read it, and that's three and a half hours. Yeah. So what I would recommend, <laughs> and correct, you don't have to go this route, but learn Japanese. <laughs> well, that's a lot of investment just to do for the Magnificent Seven no, I mean, just download like Babel or something like that, and just five minutes a day gets you literacy, man. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm All good. Right. But... <laughs> So, and then I did watch the fifth Jurassic Park movie, which I know you didn't. Jurassic yeah. World Fallen Kingdom was even more awful than Jurassic yeah. World. I, I was kind of excited for it, but then when I saw the trailer, it... Well, nothing in the trailer is really in the movie. Like, that that entire, like, five minutes of trailer is about the first five minutes of the movie, and then there's an entire plot line that comes after that That's was never in any of the movies, and oh, is neat. garbage. It's 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 a garbage movie. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it. I can't remember hearing if it did well or not, but it didn't do as well as the first one. I think yeah. it was still good enough to warrant yet another movie, which I know Colin Trevorrow, I think, is the guy's name who did mm-hmm. wrote directed the first one. He's gonna he's back for the third one and whatever. Yeah, Maybe after the getting third fired from really Star Wars, good. I doubt it. Me too. I, I, this this the entire Jurassic World movie is garbage. Our series is garbage. Yeah, it's just no. too nonsensical for me. It's 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 the problem that the first movie, Jurassic Park, made so much money mm-hmm. that Hollywood keeps trying to recapture that magic, and it makes money, but it's not recapturing the magic. It's hollow and corporate, which in a way is the perfect summary of the Jurassic Park movies. Anyway, yeah, yeah, it, it, it was hollow corporate Disneyland garbage for Jurassic dinosaurs. Really, yeah, I think it was just trying to capture on the same nostalgia that you know star wars and then marvel mm-hmm. movies star trek to yep. some extent although i like the more recent star trek movies i do too yeah. i don't know why people you yeah. know, i mean we already talked about yeah, that. yeah we did we did so. so yeah i mean it's there's a core to the jurassic park movies that i think works which is dinosaurs are back and oh look they're eating people that if that was the movies i would be fully on board with it but they keep like miring the dinosaurs eating people in a whole bunch of other garbage mm-hmm. so what would then be for you as the kaiju guy because you watch all the monster movies yeah like when we're talking giant monsters eating people or yeah. destroying cities or anything that is your jam i love it yeah so in your eyes what is the perfect jurassic park movie like if i were to make a script it, let's for say it? you were given 250 million dollars <laughs> a year and like any cast or anything that you wanted whatsoever to go out and make your ideal Jurassic Park movie, what would it be? I would just remake Gojira. <laughs> Godzilla, but with what? A T-Rex or? Yeah. I mean, okay. a mutant T-Rex is fine. And Denzel Washington would probably be the lead because he's cool. And Denzel or would you go with? um Tom Hanks would be good too. Idris Elba. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Idris. My wife would prefer Idris Elba. <laughs> 
if you know what I mean, as she looks at me knowingly. <laughs> Paul Rudd would be the plucky comedic relief. Oh, yeah. Paul Rudd goes in everything. Yeah. He's, he's one of my go-tos for stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just to make his faces in the background, when it's like, I think there's a giant mutant lizard. Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, what? I would I if if I'm helping you in casting, I would definitely put Karen Gillan and stuff, the chick who oh, played yeah. Nebula. Yeah. She's great in everything I've seen her in. Yeah. Yeah. I put her in the rubber suit for the T Rex joking. <laughs> <laughs> She'd make a fantastic T Rex. I don't know, I could I could see her as a Velociraptor. Yeah. But I mean if you're if you're actually going to cast someone to play the CGI guy for all of that, you need to do the um Gollum guy. Oh, uh Andy Circus. Yes. So yeah, I would get Andy Circus, because I mean he's he's Gollum and all the apes from Planet of the Apes and mm-hmm. everything. He'd be perfect for it. Just let him oh, yeah. go to town playing the most human dinosaurs you can. Because if you're gonna if you're gonna go the route of um, mutating them anyway, which is no stupider than anything else Jurassic Park has done at this point, then you may as well have Andy Circus go in and actually do it properly. Oh yeah, I yeah. mean that dude's uh, is willing to get himself any mm-hmm. position. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Doug Jones would be good for something like that too. Oh yeah, no, yeah, totally. He's the guy yeah. that did a uh, Shape of Waters like. Mer guy, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and he'd do it. He wouldn't even have to CGI it. He'd just let let you put him in makeup and have him go to town yeah. playing a Velociraptor. Yeah, It'd be fantastic. And he'd be be- more believable than the ones in <laughs> any of the Jurassic Park. In movies. any of them, and I'm assuming feathery dinosaurs at that point. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. like the whole point of Jurassic Park is to kind of explore the anthropological science of things, right? And I, th- I would, I, th- I thought it was to have dinosaurs eat people, but okay. But you wanted to be like science-based not yeah, yeah yeah i mean that was what michael Crichton was trying for even though he clearly yeah. failed yeah and i think it could use with an update we've learned new things and mm-hmm. so know, our fresh fiction, reboot fresh reboot yeah fresh reboot and then the dinosaurs get out get mutated and attack tokyo yeah that's your that's your movie well i mean obviously there'd be a nuclear blast somewhere well i mean it doesn't have to yeah. i mean to, if you want to make it more relevant to like today's day and age Nuclear testing in an oil field in Arizona, set California. It in J- or have it be um, the Japanese Jurassic Park and set it um, during the Fukushima blast. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That writes itself right there. Yeah. Current events. And, you know, because like the whole point of kaiju movies were there's like an underlying political message. Always. Like, or like, environmental. Like George Romero zombie films. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, you can still have that kind of sandwiched in there. Well, you enjoy watching people get eaten by dinosaurs. I mean, because that's all we really want. I think yeah. in the end... It or stepped on. Yeah, well, yeah. It doesn't matter what you're really looking for. You want to see people get mauled by dinosaurs. Yes. And maybe have the dinosaurs fight each other. Yeah. And then get the iconic shot of the T-Rex at the end. Uh, screaming in the L. Screaming or in sc- front of the sun or the screaming moon. Screaming in the L. <laughs> <laughs> Howling at the moon. Howling at the moon. Yeah. And then, and then roll credits. Yeah. Okay. And then there's like a sting where King Kong shows up for some reason. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously. I mean, it's not a giant monster movie without King Kong randomly being there for no reason. That's because that that would that, but that wouldn't be that's not Jurassic or Triassic, uh, Cretaceous. Uh, there was something after that, not Pliocene or hell. I've I've lost you, haven't I? No, I remember the Jurassic era. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> not sure. <laughs> Science. And then and then you build a cinematic universe where the feathery dinosaurs fight the regular dinosaurs to see who comes out on top. Exactly. And, and then mecha dinosaurs. Well, yeah, that comes in the 70s. <laughs> 2070s. The entire Toho series of <laughs> Jurassic Park movies. I would watch them. Mm-hmm. But, and then yeah. the Power Rangers show up. Well, yeah, that's in the 2090s. <laughs> 
So we we've established our entire run. I think I think we've created the perfect kaiju movies now. And we just reanimate Paul Rudd and Idris Elba forever. And I mean, they're pretty much yeah. doing that for like Marvel movies at this point, yeah. anyway. So. So and Kieran Gilliam. K- Karen Gillen. Gillen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was thinking Terry Gilliam. I do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. He can direct it. I'll throw him a bone. There you go. So we're done. Is that we run out of stuff? Yeah. Okay. This was Not So Light from Asteroid G. I was Mike Finkelstein. With me was... Josh Schaefer. And we will see you next time.